better be going. Look at her, isn't she glowing? She looks divine, and you look exquisite, but look at the time. Couldn't be, is it? The crew is awaiting your orders. We're sailing away from our borders. Steady, boy, steady. Ahoy there, they're coming. Trumpet is ready. Drums start drumming. Thank you for joining in Disney Minus, where we are, for some godforsaken reason, watching every Disney movie ever made. I'm Kat, and after this movie, I really hope Sebastian has a good retirement plan, because he's freaking guy has earned it. I'm Nero, and I am unconvinced that Rob Paulson was ever supposed to play a handsome prince. Doesn't doesn't really fit in this movie. I have shit about <laughs> Very distracting. I have shit about that, though. And it's good. Sorry. Go ahead, Steven. I'm Steven, and I'm the podcast host of Disaster. <laughs> yeah, you are. Me. It's Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea. I keep forgetting the director's name, because I swear to God, when it popped up on screen, I thought his last name was Mermaid for like a hot second, and I was like, hang on. Well, yeah, this is a documentary. There we go. Jim Camerad. Yeah, I thought that said mermaid when it first popped up. I was like, is this like Mark Webb making a Spider-Man? Yeah, Mark. Fucking Mark. I'll never get over Mark Webb. Uh, this movie is sort of, you know, when people, people talk people, about the it's good. It's not bad. Yeah, the, the good, you know, the quote-unquote good uh, straight to VHS Disney movies. This is usually, this and uh, Lion King 2, which was a previous episode, are usually in the discussion. And this one is... Fine. I it's liked okay. it less than The Lion King 2. I think it was worse than The Lion King 2. At least for this one, the parents actually stepped up and did shit, rather than being, like, overprotective little weenie biscuits. Oh, no, yeah. Well, I they think, tried to be that. I think that uh, Ariel and Eric are, are, are better parents than Simba, but that's not really a hard, uh, sort of a hard thing to, to, to beat. Well, there. no, it's not a high bar, but, like, they brought back <laughs> a ton of the original cast, though. They did. They had Jody Benson. Including a very, very old-sounding Buddy Hackett. They did, and this was his yeah. last role of voicing Scuttle before he passed away in 2003. This was his last role. Yeah, yeah I saw that. But they brought in Jody Benson, they brought in the original Sebastian, Scuttle, Chef Louis, Carlotta, oh. even King Triton. Damn, Louie and Carlotta were the same? I didn't even think to check. Yeah, no, they were. They were the same people. Before we get any further into Mermaid Land, though, obviously <laughs> I missed Land. last episode on, on <laughs> Freaky Friday. We missed you yes. on that episode. We seriously did. We need so, to talk about the fortune cookie in the room. Yeah, let's 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 crack open the fortune cookie in the room, which contains an abridged version of my thoughts on on Freaky Friday. <laughs> uh, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not gonna say it was my favorite movie ever, but it was fun. <laughs> I had Jamie Lee Curtis, great actor. Lindsay Lohan was all right in it. Um, I think the main thing it was Lindsay Lohan before she fun. went completely off the deep end. So that Mean Girls, yeah. I love. Yeah, it was like. The thing I find most interesting about Freaky Friday is that it's one of those time capsule movies for better and ill, where it's like, <laughs> God damn, this movie is pure 2003. This is unfiltered early 2000s here. Yeah, it uh, super is. 
So Nero, let me ask you, uh, were you aware that the stepdad was not only Gibbs from NCIS, but that he was a quarterback in college? I didn't know that part. Familiar. That's Mark uh, I, Harmon. I, I, I should have figured. Yeah, I, I should have figured he was the NCIS. Yeah, the, yeah, the progenitor of like, the Gibbs slap. But he was a freaking quarterback in college football. I can believe it. Honestly, that guy, pretty cool. Right. Pretty good character in that movie. Um, but yeah, I just thought, you know, there were jokes that worked. There were jokes that didn't. Uh, you know, and this is just sort of a, a problem with, like, the, the gulf between them as actors. I thought... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis did a much better job acting like a shitty teen than uh, Lindsay Lohan did acting like a, a sort of stuck-up adult. Yeah. But I think she did some good stuff towards the end, uh, towards the end of the movie. But yeah, that's, that's basically my thoughts on, on Freaky Friday. It's like somewhere in the middle of my list. It's yeah, not it's the pretty... best, but it's definitely not the worst. It's yeah. like, I don't know if I would put it on again i don't know like i don't i'm i didn't have a bad time watching it because i still get a bad turn watching the little brother wear his sister's rocks i'm like no that would never happen but we're not here to talk about anyway freaky friday we're here to talk about the little mermaid 2 return to the sea Jesus. released in 2000 yeah it was 15 almost 15 years after the little mermaid um, My little sister was almost four or five years old when this came out, and this is one of her favorite sequels. So immediately looking at the voice casts, as we mentioned before, you'll notice a lot of returning uh, returning cast members, including a really weird one. So the villain of this movie is Ursula's sister, Morgana. I, I don't understand this. But I do you not. Can hear like, I love how when she laughs, you can hear Ursula. See, but here's the thing. I don't like that because... It, 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 I don't know, I guess, I mean, I'm glad that she's there because she puts, I don't think her performance as Morgana is as good as her performance as Ursula because Morgana simply, I think she's a really bad villain. I think she's really yeah. lame. <laughs> Crystal, ew, mommy loved big sister more than me, na-na-na-na-na. Yeah, and, beca- and that is only, it, it's like, that kind of energy is sort of extended throughout the entire movie. I feel like this is one of the most, like, trying to do the original uh, sequels. And it does pop out. Like, it doesn't... When she does the evil voice and when she starts shrieking, you can hear the original Ursula. And I'm like, either do the same Ursula voice or do your own voice. And it's just like, yeah, you need to, it's, it's the thing where you need to stop reminding me of better movies while I watch this one. You need to stop reminding me of better villains right. while I'm watching <laughs> this one. I, I don't... You're not supposed to be making me think about Ursula and going, man, what a great character. Now, I wish she was here. Now, I will say, though, know, right? um, uh, for the most part, we do have a lot of the original cast back. But, uh, for example, we don't have the original Eric or Flounder back. But right. those two people, they were actually on the 1987 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series. Hang on, my tea kettle is screaming. Sorry, hang on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm coming. Not one word. I'm okay. Are you though? I'm okay. Shut up. <laughs> I'm okay. Shut up. Give me just a minute. We're gonna be okay. I'm here. You little shit bucket. Hate you. 
Okay. Did you defeat your kettle? There was an incident with the kettle. Shut up. Oh, no. It whistled, and I got to it, yeah. and when I went to go take the lid off, it, like, erupted steaming hot steam and water onto my hand. But I'm okay. I'm good. We're fine. Tea is steeping. Great. Back to what I was saying. Yes. Uh, Eric and Flounder's voice actors, while they're not the original, they were originally in the 1987 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series. The the ones from the movie? Yeah, from this movie, Rob Paulson oh. voiced Eric, Cam Clark voiced uh, Flounder. They were not the original voice actors, but they were together on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, obviously Rob Paulson, we all know him. He's a, a highly prolific voice actor with a very uh, recognizable voice. Yes, and he was Eric. Flounder is voiced by Cl- Cam Clark, who is also a pretty prolific voice <laughs> actor, but... <laughs> Most people probably know him for being Liquid Snake in Metal Gear Solid. Oh my Fuck. God. Hang on. Hang on. God hang on. damn it. No, uh uh-uh. Holy fucking shit. Yes. Rob Paulson is Pinky and Pinky in the Brain. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's him, but no. More importantly, Flounder is Liquid Snake. In no, movie. no, no, no. Flounder is Pinky. Fuck Liquid Snake. Flounder is Pinky. No, that's Rob Paulson. Yeah, Rob Paulson. He's the Eric. Yeah, Eric is Eric was, Oh my god, mind blown. Flounder is Liquid Snake. Um, and yeah, the, I, it, as I said in my intro, I don't... Rob Paulson is a great voice actor. Handsome Prince is, I don't think, within his wheelhouse. <laughs> not I was not constantly quite. distracted whenever Eric was on screen. I was like, is that, is that Rob Paulson? Although... One thing I will also uh, mention is Melody is voiced by Tara Strong. Yeah, Pretty she is. big voice actor royalty. You know, she's Timmy Turner. She's Princess Twilight Sparkle. She's Bubbles. She's Raven. She was meant to be... She's a hardcore anti-vaxxer. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> oh, yes. I didn't know that. But in this movie... Tara. Right, seriously. In this movie, though, she was actually originally meant to be a placeholder. Really? Yes. No, they had her, they invited her in to voice Melody to give a celebrity voice actor an idea of what she should sound like, and they just wound up liking her performance so much that they kept her, so she stayed on as Melody. Huh. Which is an alright job, I guess. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, now that you know she's Tara Strong, I can totally hear it, but man, now that she's an anti-vaxxer, that just kills it for me. I know. Oh, why yeah. would you do that? Why Why would you ruin that? Dumb bitch. I have an obligation to let everyone know. No, 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 no. no. Tara yeah. Strong, you dumb bitch. It's better to know. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, I don't have to like it, though. So, Freaking love that they brought back Chef Louie as the actual the, Chef yeah. Louie. Oh, my God. Freaking love him. So this this movie starts off... Yeah, let's get into the movie. Um, so here's the thing about this movie. Uh, let me give you the pitch. What if... The Little Again. Mermaid, but in reverse. <laughs> what if there was some girl on the surface who really loved the ocean but couldn't go there? Doesn't that blow your mind? No. We'll do, we do The Little Mermaid, but in reverse and with dog shit songs. But I like some of the parallels. Like, you know, before it was, oh my gosh, the fish escaped from the ship and he was fleeing, but now it's like, okay, he's not escaping. He's just letting people know Ariel's coming. 
and everybody's coming up from the sea and they're like being welcoming instead of hiding. Yeah, sure. That, that is funny. Because they do, they do like try that. to do an homage to the beginning with the seagull flying. Now, they don't do the same awesome graphics. But I do like the <laughs> I do like the mirrors to the opening of the original that they do at the beginning. And I like the opening song. The Ariel's coming part was funny to me because apparently I'm 12. I mean, let's be honest. I'm 12. Wow. But like, no, I just, yeah, sorry. I like Ariel's opening lullaby. And I like how they're showing like little bits and pieces to the beginning. But they're showing it as, you know, hey, instead of us hiding under the sea, now we're like welcoming it. I like that. Look, the songs are, are perfectly confident. There. There's, they aren't actually bad. The problem is... Well, no, the melody song with Daring, with Tiny Tip and Daring Dash, we will not speak of that song. We don't talk about I mean, we'll have fuckers. to when we get Ugh. to it, but no. Fishmoan and Pumbass. That's what I, uh, I like. It. <laughs> yeah. Like, the songs in this movie, they are perfectly, like, functional Disney songs. The problem is... I like the opening song in that thing. The Little Mermaid is, like... <laughs> A couple songs. Those are some of the best songs I think Disney ever wrote. Yeah, also that. They're, they're fucking they really good. seriously limited Jodie Benson, too. It's like, if you're going to have the original Ariel come back, let her fucking sing, not just have, like, little let guest her, spots. Let her belt. Right, I mean, she's fucking Christ. But yeah, Ariel is, is, is out on a boat visiting the sea and all the people to show off her, her new baby melody. That's the other thing. Locations in, locations in this movie are just baffling to me because yeah. I feel like last time Atlantica was like next door. Like I mean, they it, were always just swimming right up at the beach. Right. I mean, it kind of is in this. True. I don't really know. The one that makes me more confused is the, the, the northern wastes that Morgana hides in, but we'll get there. Yeah, it also takes them way too little. Every time you see Melody leap off, just like a rock up out of the surface, she jumps off head first, and I'm just like, if that was an actual reef, you would break your neck so many fucking times. Yeah, every time. But yeah, that's the other thing, is like, it takes them way too little time to get to what looks like fucking Antarctica? Yeah, I don't really know where that... She's supposed to be way away from the kingdom, but she's right there. Yeah, I don't really know where that whole area is supposed to be. I got no idea. (laughs) Really weird. Um, So, yeah, it's it's just a whole song about everyone's coming up to meet Ariel and the new baby. Triton's like, like, ah. At the beginning of the movie, it was like, like, oh my gosh, you have to be hide, you have to be secret. All the mermaid people are, like, concealed, but now it's like they're just coming up to the sea... I was like, hey, Ariel, oh, yeah. I like the contrast between this and the opening of the first movie. Although the opening of the first yeah. movie yeah. is still gorgeous. Um, and this is the part where I where Eric starts singing. I was like, whoa, is that Rob Paulson? <laughs> right? What the fuck? Sir, sir, what are you doing here? What happened to your voice? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and... I love the IMDb trivia. just says the original voice actor did not come back. For unknown reasons, and I'm like, is he okay? Uh, they grabbed, they probably weren't paying him enough. It's a fucking VHS uh, I mean, Disney movie. You'd be like, hey, Eric, you okay? <laughs> um, so Triton gives Melody a little locket that you know shows the uh. Like a little projected image of Atlantica. It's like, ah, this is part of your heritage. Yeah, this was kind of neat. Well, here, I'll wait. I want to point something out, but I'll wait. Uh, 
then then when everyone's having a great time, everyone's really happy. Uh, then, quote unquote, Ursula's crazy sister. <laughs> Uh, uh, Morgana shows up, and I don't really know what makes her Ursula's crazy sister. They seem about the same level. Of, I think like, maybe just crazy. because she's a little bit more overt in her crazy, where Ursula was a little more reserved. Hopefully. I guess. Well, I mean, to be fair, like, anyway, Ursula grabbed... was, like, mostly quiet until she had an active audience. Then she kind of let it come out. Morgana's just kind of like, I'm crazy and I'm here to party. Snatch- Snatching babies <laughs> and threatening to feed them to sharks with Mr. Crab as with, uh, Mr. Crabs as her sidekick. Yes, Clancy yeah. Brown is undertow the shark, and I could tell. I could tell Berkeley like, ah, that's Clancy it's Brown. Where it's like, I, I had to double check, but yeah. Well, it's one of the things where it's like you hear him and you're like, I've heard this before. Where have I heard this before? And then you read up and you see what else he's been in, and then you're like, oh yeah, all right. Also, dude, Triton um, is a fucking pussy in this movie. Like, yeah. I get, you know, oh, it's his granddaughter. He doesn't want him hurt. But, like, we saw what he did over his daughter in the first movie. Why does he just not whoop up a can- or open up a can of whoop ass on Morgana in this movie? Yeah, no, he's, he's like, yeah, no, he surrenders like immediately. I'll do whatever you want. Just don't hurt little Melody. Like, bitch, where the fuck are you? You're the king of the sea. Have a goddamn backbone, buddy. She doesn't even have like she's just she's just a, a, a lady with some sharks. She's not even a big fucking kaiju like Ursula was at the end of the of, of the original. And thing, yeah. Hey, one thing I love is mostly Disney parents tend to be like completely worthless. But here, Ariel grabs her husband's sword. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna knock your shit out. Eric jumps up. Yeah, apparently my dad doesn't want to fight, so I will. Swing. Like, these parents actually do shit. But Triton, Yet again, another, does jack shit. Another one of Ursula's family undone by boats. It just keeps <laughs> yeah. happening. I do love how um, she yells, you all shish kebobter, and sounds a lot like the original Ursula. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's not wrong. So, as a result of this, Oh, also, Undertow gets shrunken into a little piranha. That's a running <laughs> joke throughout the rest of the Look movie. Look at me! Look at me! I feel like his problem would have been solved a lot sooner if he had just considered, like, treachery. I mean, to be fair, he yeah. does bring it up later, which we will get to. He does bring it up that Morgana could have fixed this all easily and then didn't, but... Well, there's also that, but I feel like if he had just, like, sold her out to Triton, he'd have been like, Hey, since I helped, can I, like, be big again? Yeah, that's true. He doesn't seem to like her very much. Um, it's a kick. It's like he's kind of like the hyenas with scars. Like, hey, I'm with you as long as you can do something for me. But now you can't, so fuck you. Yeah. So you know, Triton and everyone go back to the shore, and this is where it's like, yeah, well, we tried to find Morgana, but she vanished. Uh, so. Until she is found and dealt with, Melody uh, should not be allowed to go into the sea and not be allowed to know of her true heritage. Because we know yeah. from every other Disney movie, this is going to end so well. Um, For some goddamn reason, instead of just holding on to the locket to give to Melody later, <laughs> Triton, like, <laughs> tosses it into the ocean? Yeah, he, like, drops it like he's Rose at the end of Titanic. What the hell, Fine, you don't want to have this from me, even though we know it's going to be danger. I'm just going to lose it forever, where she could totally... Where did you go? Like, just... What? No, 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 no. that wasn't directed to you guys. The cat. He disappeared. 
Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. You guys keep going. I have perfect Like, why didn't he just put it in on a shelf for later? Like, you know it's not permanent. Just find the witch and, like, she can come visit. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's what he should have done. I don't really understand this choice other than, like, oh, he's just so goddamn sad. Because, um, you know, you probably... It was probably a lot of work making that goddamn magic locket. I wouldn't right. throw it into the ocean. Thing took him two whole hours. You got a time jump. There's huge coastal walls around uh, the kingdom. And I forget what this country is called, if it ever even had a name. I genuinely don't know if we ever hear its name. They might say it somewhere in the TV show, but... Or in the original. Um, yeah. I think it's supposed to more or less be, like, Denmark equivalent, but... Wow. Right. Uh, buddy, uh, yeah, Buddy Hackett is here, and boy, he sounded old, uh, real old. As a result, Scuttle not really in the movie much. He's there for like a few scenes. He's got a few zingers, but you know. Uh, we got another. So it's like it's Melody's twelfth uh, birthday, but of course, secret. Oh, also mm-hmm. one other thing. Um, so your whole thing is you need to hide her true nature from her from melody right like you you need to keep her away from the ocean but like the thing is that doesn't actually require keeping an eye on her so it's fine yeah now why would you assign a talking crab to do that and at this point the talking crab totally has earned a freaking retirement plan yeah, right. yeah. He already has. dealt with one headstrong princess now you're going to sit there and throw him with another and the answer to this question is, they wanted to do the thing from The Little Mermaid again. Basically. Like, that's literally... But I love it. how, at this point, Melody, like, mocks him word for word, and he's just like, he can't even say anything. He's like, I stop I hate this part. Oh, okay. okay. The movie's perfectly fine overall, but oh my god, where she's making fun of him, his speech and his accent. Yeah, and stuff. yeah I don't no. like that. No, thank you. Uh-oh. I mean, it's Disney. They're not up... Well, I will say... At this point, they were really not concerned with being correct. No, they were not. They did not care. No, they were not. I think honestly, they weren't until like Luca and Encanto, from what I've seen. Yeah. So, uh, Melody is, of course, I could just, an irrecor- you know, I she's drawn to the ocean. Voice actor just reaching over and slapping Tara Strong after she records that. I know he didn't, <laughs> but I can just picture it. Um, it's it's a melody, of course, she's sneaking into the ocean, just like Ariel was sneaking up to the surface. Do you get it? (laughs) Oh, and she's collecting little, little things from the ocean, just like Ariel collected little things. It's happening again, but in reverse. I can't help it. Um, You would never understand, bitch. Yeah. I was a real fish out of water. That was a real grown that God. line right there. Ooh, sure, that boy. was the most she could have said without being even more on nose. Yeah, but the fucking the the tone of voice she had, I was like, God damn, you guys knew that one was lame. Yeah. Yeah. That was just being um, like, are you guys fucking kidding me? Y'all made yes. Jody Benson say that with her mouth words. How how even dare? You, so you make like, her say that with her own two lips. So Melody is out to see. She's talking to fish. She has Sebastian who can talk. Like, 
And the thing is, we only ever see, like, her and Ariel directly talking to any of the fish. So I don't know if this is a universe where people can just talk to fish. They can't. Or if they, it's a mermaid they, thing. It's a the reactions to uh, her talking to Sebastian later at the party are clearly, like, talking to crabs is uh, something crazy well, people like, do. Okay, that's, okay, there we go. That's they even flat out say, you know, who is she talking to? Oh my god, she's talking to a crab. Yeah, okay, like, that's, uh, yeah, that's true. I blinked and missed that line. But, like, um, you know, maybe don't. If there's, like, a supernatural talent that would, like, point out to her that she's capital D different, maybe don't. Well, but that's the thing, is, like, you would think that after the original Little Mermaid movie, we've clearly seen Ariel comes from the sea. There was all this magic. And I don't know, was it, like, stomped out? Did they just forbid mentioning it ever again? Like, how are these people not aware that, hey, her mother is, a is like, from the sea. Her daughter may have some I'm of those powers. I'm not sure that that was, like, public knowledge, though. I mean, obviously, like, Eric knows. Everyone on that boat knows. I don't know who those people are. You actually know the people from the boat that they would spread the word, hey, our prince, the person who rules our kingdom, just married somebody that came out of the sea and suddenly has legs. Well, yeah, you know, okay, he's dear. got, yeah, you know, he's got, he uh, he's got years. an execution order. Eric has an execution order on anyone who, who spreads the rumors. So, you know, well, and it's, no one wants well, to Well, and it's been 12 years, so I don't know. Maybe it's been diluted kind of like those whole, well, you know, where my father's cousin's mother said they saw this. Sure. Like, I don't think Grimsby is going to snitch or anything. Oh, <laughs> no. And not Carlotta. Carlotta's going to be like. He's more occupied with beating the shit out of Louie when he starts acting like an idiot. <laughs> he is, right, let's, Melody, Melody knows she's weird, and that's the most important thing. Um, and the thing is, she's hearing about Atlantica from someone, though. Because, like, she mentions, oh, it's not just Fishtail, and it's like, you have to who told you anything Ariel about it? Eric would have told her about it, but they totally would have coached it as a fairy tale. But that's the thing is, don't do it then. Don't tell her. But if, they, if your whole thing is, we can't tell movie. her anything. We wouldn't have a movie. True. Student. True. But so, it, it, it's just, if your whole thing is, we can't tell her anything. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where we see where Morgana has been hiding these 12 years in the vaguely defined <laughs> Arctic <laughs> area that is somewhere in the world. Um, Ursula this and Ursula that. And it's just like, I get it. You have an inferiority complex about your sister. Um, I mean, Ursula was pretty I, badass as far as Disney villains go compared to you. Yeah, the the problem is that um, you Ursula's are really correct. Good. Yeah. You are correct. Ursula was really good and cool and badass and you were none of these things. You don't even have. She doesn't even have a villain song. He's right. No, she doesn't. That's right. She fusses in the complaint. She's like, "Oh my gosh, you shish about my sister, and I'm whiny, and why don't I get all the accolades and recognition? Because you fucking suck. Didn't do anything. She even can't even. Like, her mansion. As we see later, she can't even do anything on her own without Ursula's magic. Yeah, yeah. that was some bullshit. I hate. I also kind of hated that they did well, that. And even Undertow, I mean, how... well, Undertow even pointed out, he's like, you've had this the entire time, and you're just bringing it out now? But we'll get to that. It's like... And also, I think it's weird that one of Undertow's complaints is if we get the scene where she is trying to make him big again, and just sort of turning him into various 
undersea horrors. I love how he's um, a shrimp. Yeah. I would have loved to just see Undersow yeah. or Undertow stay a shrimp the entire rest of this movie. Uh, and he, one of his complaints is like, yeah, we were forced out of polite society by you trying to get the Triton and kidnap Triton's granddaughter. What? You're a sea witch. You're the minion of a sea witch. Eh. What the fuck are you talking about? Polite society. Ursula was not in like wider society. Wait. She was off no. on her own. Depending on she was in a cave that was a like sea witch. Well, there's a lot of there's fan theories, and there's also a book I found in Barnes and Noble, which I don't have yet. So it implies that she was at some point. But obviously, by the time of The Little Mermaid, she has very clearly gotten herself cast out of that. Yeah. I'm going to try I'm gonna try to get my hands on the... Because it's officially released by Disney, her backstory. I'm going to try to get my hands on it just so we can maybe see if we can have like a backstory. I'm going to try to get my hands on that. Yeah. And that, that's the other thing is because if I remember right, that same book or whatever that you're talking about also like either implies or directly says... That Ursula and Triton were siblings. So, like, well, that's what I've heard from both that and from fan theories too, is that they were siblings. But I'm gonna uh, try to get the book. Well, whenever I try to get the book, I will pass it on to you guys so we can maybe like do like a little side bonus thing. But I'm gonna try to find this out. So, as is always, two for two with these uh, with these straight to VHS sequels. This is. A movie about struggling to find common ground with your with your parent. Yay. Um, in this case, your mother. Um, also, can I just say, I don't like the propensity of foot-focused shots in this film. Ooh. We got our Let's... first one here, where Ariel sneaks out to the shore to, to dip her feet in the ocean and, you know... She's very pleased by it. And I understand, you know, you want to return to the sea. You love the sea. And, like, it's 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 wonderful to feel the, the seawater on your toes. But, girl? Ah, you need to enjoy it that much. I don't know if it is a, like... I don't know if it is a, like, head tilted back, eyes closed, sighing in ecstasy sort of feeling. I don't I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's that good. Was, was Quentin Tarantino, like, a guest animator on this or something? No, yeah, I don't know not. what the fuck. There's a shot later involving Fetus that I was like, come the fuck on. <laughs> this is just too much. Why you gotta put the potion on her feet? That's weird. I don't... I don't understand. I don't get it. <laughs> the, anyway. the first movie, Ursula just brewed a potion and, like, it kind of vaguely made a tornado around her. Yeah, um, anyway, like, Melody returns from her ocean journey to, like, get ready for her birthday party and, like, hurriedly puts her dress on. I kid she runs into. She, uh, yeah. yeah. With you on that. I think he's a little strange. I want to backhand you across your stupid Botox face. So she gets her dress on, and of course, in her hurry, accidentally uh, ties Sebastian into the bow on no, the back of her let's dress. Let's talk about yes. Tits. We got the one. I mean, they just kind of. We suck. got the blonde Botox bitch. We got the little fat dude. Where it's like, dude, seriously, you would have no influence in this court if your mommy and daddy weren't rich. I don't know why any of them are here. I don't know who any of these people are. They're not. They pop up like at the beginning to make fun of her. They pop up at the end, and that's it. But I'm like. 
You have no bear. I mean, like everyone at the party. Well, not to mention, it's like you should be sucking up to the princess. Your parents are not royalty. They don't have any tie here. Shut your fucking mouth up, or I'm gonna waterboard you in the sea. Ah, That's just me. I mean, that is that is. They're basically talking about her behind her back. I don't think they would say this stuff to her face. <laughs> yeah, because like people are definitely gonna gossip. They're cowardly until later when. She talks to a crab, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is going yeah, on?" Oh my there? god, he's um, talking to. She's talking to the crab. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna put your face to the nearest window. I just have no idea who um, any of the people at this party are. Is this yeah. like the wider court? Are they from neighboring kingdoms? I don't <laughs> really know. <laughs> They're wide Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Ah. Yep, sort of a sort of a wasp's nest, if yeah. you will. Um, You're out. So yeah, she accidentally ties Sebastian into the into the back of her dress, which I'm sure will result in hilarious shenanigans later. Um, yes. And this is where Ariel is kind of talking to her, like I understand feeling like an outcast. I used to feel that way too. I was a regular fish out of water. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm like, I I would say Ariel is a much better parent than Simba was because th- this whole thing is like extenuating circumstances about how you can't let her go into the ocean or learn about her history like yeah like it, it clearly wasn't handled the best i feel like they could have at least told her but yeah, like you can't, get a, you can't get a shit deal um simba just sucked <laughs> yeah simba, simba was just kind of an asshole um because but... i mean ariel could have like given uh melody some weird gloves and locked her in a room and died so yeah at least she's better than that so yeah she's at her party uh, a handsome blonde prince who sounds like a fucking baby shows up <laughs> very distracted it's like ah, ah that kid's voiced by a real child that's weird because <laughs> ah. they look about the same age but he sounds like whoa who are you <laughs> And the answer is not important. Yeah, it's, it was I feel like important he... so that she can meet another handsome fellow beneath the ocean who looks exactly like him later. Okay, good. So that wasn't just me. I thought they looked exactly the same. Yeah, they're supposed to be like another another blonde. Not handsome gonna boy. lie, when I first um, saw this movie, I thought it was supposed to be the same person. <laughs> there's no indication that it <laughs> isn't. Exactly. Like... Yeah, now there's a more interesting subplot. Um. So you know she's dancing. She's it's clear she doesn't really feel at home in this in this uh, sort of royal court. This is when Sebastian flies out of the thing and hits the cake and the chef. Yeah, there. And do you remember when the chef uh, chased Sebastian around in the first movie? It was funny, right? I do sort of like the framing on how Sebastian does get revealed because, like. And I know they're not, it, I know it's not, but it looks like the boy tried to cop a feel of her ass and then got attacked by her, and then got bit by her attack crab. <laughs> I just love the fact that it's the original Chef Louis, the original Sebastian, they're both like, you, you. I know. Yeah, I did, I did like that, the recognition relates that fucking crab again. It's that fucking guy again. I love it. Yeah, so I'm trying to find out what it is that he screams at Sebastian, and I have not been able to find a translation yet. Uh, he doesn't mm. scream like saboteur. No, it's, I don't know something French. It's a long line, along the lines of that. But there is something specific that he screams. I'm trying to find the translation. If I do, I will post it. But I am trying to find out what he yells. 
I just love at the end where he's like, ah. death to the crab, and Loretta's like, seriously, this again? <laughs> bro. Bro, knock it off. I just, I love it. So, like, yeah, oh, really... oh, oh, by the way, fun aside. So, you know that they're still in the process of casting and producing the live-action Little Mermaid, right? Oh, no, 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 no. This, and it's not anything in stone, and I doubt it will ever happen, but it would be awesome if it did. There is a fan petition going around right now to have Gordon Ramsay play Chef Louie. Wait, what? There is a fan petition where they want Gordon Ramsay, Chef Gordon Ramsay, to play Chef Louie in the live-action Little Mermaid. (laughs) Just to hear him scream at Sebastian. I'm like, okay, he wouldn't because he's so busy, but oh my god, how awesome would that be? Yeah, I don't know if he would be up for it. Sebastian shows up and he just starts berating one of the other cooks. It's raw! This crab is fucking raw! You barely fucking boiled it at all! And it's like, put him back in! It would be hilarious because if you guys have ever seen him like on YouTube and Facebook, he is totally fine if he knows that kids are going to be watching. He is an angel, especially with his own kids. Oh no! Yeah, he's well, a like, huge sweetheart. Well, his daughter, like she did, she was doing like a giant burger for Jack, who is his oldest son, and is literally a miniature Ramsey. But Gordon Ramsay comes on; he's being an embarrassing dad. She puts the hamburger bun on his face and says, "What are you?" And he says, "An idiot sandwich." Wow. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's right. The fact that they want Gordon yeah. Ramsay, and I would totally be behind this. I would love to see him, and I know it'll never happen, but just because he's so busy, he is so famous. But I would freaking love to see him as Chef Louis. Ooh, make him play Remy well, in the live act, live action Rim, uh, Ratatouille. Well, Stop no, 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 let, speaking things into existence. Well, but let him do that. Because <laughs> let us see the deleted scenes, because you know he would curse just because it's him. He would curse so often without thinking about it. That would be like half an hour on the deleted scene. Man, I miss the, especially Pixar movie Disney uh, deleted scenes. Dude. Oh, dude. That's awesome. But also, if you ever want to see like Chef Ramsay uncensored, if you watch Kitchen Nightmares on Tubi, all of his swears, even though like technically on the screen, they try to bleep out the mouth shape. He swears. It is all (laughs) completely uncensored. You want to see him cut loose on Kitchen Nightmares. But also, so, just Jeff Ramsey as Chef Louie, I would totally be on board with this. We also forgot to mention, during her little dive, she did find the locket that Triton tossed into the ocean for some reason. Yeah, I guess after 12 instead years, of, it didn't go anywhere. Didn't tarnish, just, can still read her name. Instead of just, like, putting it on a shelf at home and, like, giving it to her later... Uh, so, like, w- she is, like, crying in her room, because, yes, it, it seems like it was a bad situation. It's um, drama. And Ariel comes eh. up to comfort her, you know, try to try to do all this thing. Then Melody, Melody, like, brushes away some of the sediment on the locket, reads her name, opens it, and a big thing of Atlanta pops up, and it's like, oh, it isn't just a fairy tale. And Ariel is immediately like, uh, were you in the ocean? Yeah. Um, Where where'd you get that? And th- I, hey, I have to say, at this curious. point, <laughs> at this point, Ariel, just tell her. Right. Like, she's already got the locket. She's already seen the mermaids. Just tell her. The fish is out of the locket. water version of a bag. I don't know. Yeah, locket. There we go. Well, aqua bag. Like. <laughs> 
it doesn't really matter at this point. You can't you can't undo that that knowledge there. Um, you just gotta tell her. Like like, <laughs> tell her there's a witch that is trying to eat you. Please do not go where the witch can eat you. Yeah, okay, because immediately I... upon upon uh, seeing Melody, who of course runs away to try and find Atlantica, uh, to try and figure out why this locket was you know inscribed to her, uh, Morgana's like, ah, finally she is outside of the walls. Time to get her. <laughs> the exact thing that we've been waiting for finally happened. Right. Uh, and yeah, so fucking Undertow comes up as like, yeah, there's this cool lady named Morgana who can help you find out what really happened. Yeah, Undertow's like pulling double duty as like the muscle and also just being Floatsome and Jetsum because this movie's yeah. Floatsome and Jetsum don't do anything. They're just a bunch, they're just big manta rays. I forgot their names. They have names, but I don't remember them. Yeah, who fucking cares? They aren't characters. <laughs> there we like... go. They're who and cares. There you go. Um, and I mean, listen, Melody, they're dragging you into, like, an evil ice zone. Like? I don't know, like, it's real, it must be real cold up there, and yet she's still wearing her, like, weird pajamas. Yeah. What is with this outfit? It's old-timey PJs. Like, it's so weird. Yeah, that's a word. And you know those are cotton. I can't imagine oh, no. getting like, those wet. Like, is lay like... her down and drown her. But absolutely, it's Disney, and we gotta be nice. I don't have i I don't have to be nice to Disney. I never said that. Hero, <laughs> I've never made that promise. Be nice now, and you're gonna like it. I will never ever. You be will nice be to nice for this episode. No, that was not something that I promised when making this podcast. Uh, was not, uh, was Even not part of nobody the ever uh, promised <laughs> it to you, Nero. Send <laughs> you cookies. I will hold these hostage. So she's in the wonderful, uh, great ice area yeah, that really makes sense. That really oh. makes sense, like uh, geographically, where it is in relation to all of the other locations. It's it's a very well thought out area, and we meet. Two wonderful, endearing characters. They are both very good. Um, actually, though, I would like to pause because I found just the best IMDb trivia. Um, I had to. I was scrolling back to it because I couldn't remember the wording. Throughout the times during the Antarctica settings, no human would be able to survive the cold climate without the proper <laughs> article of clothing. Like. <laughs> Fucking hell. The IMDb <laughs> trivia pages are just a wasteland. Oh my god, is that crazy? I know, it's, it's true. Funny. It's true. Hi, Grayson. Yeah, he wanted to borrow Mawile. We'll let him borrow Mawile. <laughs> I, I am. Grayson, please. you say that Daddy has to tell you yes. <laughs> no, I didn't. Please. I didn't let him hear that. Daddy so, says yes, Grayson. Oh no, I already gave it to him. It's fine. <laughs> so like these fucking the penguin and the walrus. I don't even remember their names, but we gotta talk about them because Oh, oh I found, hang on, we their names to are talk like about Tiny Tip and Daring Dash. That was uh... it. Was it Tiny Tip? I thought he was saying Titan Tip. But yeah. They're Tip and Dash. No, you say Titan Tip, I'm thinking like Attack on Titan. <laughs> attack yes. on Tip. Oh my I god, don't... no, Steven, no. 
I hate these characters. I really They're do. Not good. I don't like them. I like this movie, but just the fact that we have to deal with Tip and Dash, that's what made me feel so bad about making you guys watch this. Well, you guys, Did you guys remember or you guys lie. remember that Timon and Pumbaa were in The Lion King, right? And they were funny? You don't have to put them in The Little Mermaid. That <sighs> that wasn't part of the movie. I thought you were making the movie but in reverse. Who the fuck are these guys? I it's just sort of I don't like it. Um this is the part where the are like you fucking got us killed. They're like we just wanted to help. You fucking didn't. Yeah, uh, this is the part where Morgana puts the potion on on uh on Melody's feet. I don't I don't it, like it. It turns into like an evil snowflake. I don't know why it turns into an evil snowflake. I, I don't really. I guess because it's cold. Uh, but Morgana basically tells her like, ah, I could turn you. Per- yeah, she she gives her the potions like I can help you be a mermaid. Um, and then like she she goes out and has fun, and she comes back and is, and Morgana's like, oh no, I knew you could never go back. They have her say one taste and you're hooked. Yeah, <sighs> I just. Murdrugs. And, and but she's like, oh, I, I, I wish I could turn you permanently into a mermaid, but alas, my ultra powerful trident was stolen by a terrible thief named Triton who lives in Atlantica. Go get him. Um, meanwhile, Ariel is you know there's search parties for Melody everywhere, but Ariel's like, nah, she's in the sea, and you know I got I got her. Eric, I got a Little Mermaid 2 return to the sea. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, she literally only goes back to places that we saw in the first movie to be like, hey, remember it's fucking, this? It's fucking hilarious. Um, so, yeah, what, I, I mean, one of the things that is interesting is like, yeah, obviously, instead of a I want to belong song for Melody, it is a, a, a I finally belong song, which is like, eh. It's like reversals and parallels and stuff. All right, I see what you're going for. Yeah. Uh, the song itself is so boring. I didn't even write anything about it down. But it this is when he, this is when Tara Strong sounds the most like Timmy Turner. That's like the only note I have for this song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's normal. Like... It sounds okay. Like it sounds like Twilight Sparkle when she gets mad. I'm like, okay, I hear Timmy Turner and Raven. Yeah. You know, I I watched this movie as a kid. I I remember watching this movie as a kid. I literally have no recollection of the walrus and the penguin. I remember Morgana. I remember several like key scenes in this movie. I do not. I had no recollection. The reason I remember this is my little sister Haley. She loved this movie. She loved Little Mermaid too. When she was younger. Well, because this came out like around the time she was little, but the whole the tiny tip and daring dash adventurous last explorers. Uh, I babysat her and I was like, I would bribe her. I was like, look, if you leave me alone, I will put this movie on. <laughs> and she would not stop singing that song. Yep. So Ariel is in her on her uh, nostalgia tour here. That we see Flounder. Uh, at first, she thinks the little fish is Flounder, but. Uh, Flounder's dad now. He fucked. He fucked so much. <laughs> Actually, he probably only fucked once because fish, fish lay a lot of eggs. That's so true. Like, you know. Um, that feels a little better. 
and he says, Ariel, do you like my sunglasses? Because he's, he's, he's Cam Clark. He's Liquid Snake. Oh. Um, and he gets, in, he gets in a helicopter and they have to do a boss fight against him. Um, yeah, God no. Damn it, I forgot about that. I had forgotten. Flanders like, I'll help you find Melody. And then we go to the next. Or she's like, I. Ariel's like, I bet I know how to find her. And then they exit the scene, and we don't see them for like a long time. Um, long enough. So you. The so the walrus and the penguin. I refuse to use their uh, names. Fair. Um, they don't deserve it. Now they know how to get to Atlantica. Something that's sure. They don't know who Triton is. Yeah, you would think. You would think that the under. You'd think under the sea, this would be like. He's the ruler. The of top all story. The oceans. How do you not know that Triton's the boss? If you know how to get to Atlantica, surely you know who lives there and what he who he is. But they just seem to have no. There's been like a a a twelve year merman hunt for Morgana. I feel yeah. like everyone's gonna know. There should be pictures of Melody. That, like, Ariel's been making paper airplanes and tossing over the wall to update. Um, and we see he's sad. He's very sad about Melody leaving. And she remarks on this, like, oh, why is he so sad? I thought he was a thief. And then he's angry um, for exactly two seconds. Yeah, the classic angry Triton. But no. No, we can't have that. Also, he doesn't bring his fucking Triton ever with him. He just has a holster for it, which we learn later is, like, only a member of the royal line can pull it out of the holster, I guess, but, like, I don't know. Nothing's foolproof. Just hold on to it. Like, yeah. You're the guy who always carries the trident. That's your thing. Well, also that you're angry. So, she takes the trident, obviously, and Ariel and, and Triton come in and like, oh my god, only a member of the royal line could remove the, tr- the trident from its sheath, and Ariel's like, oh, fuck. My dumbass daughter is getting tricked by a sea witch. <laughs> oh, I would, shit. I would give anything for them to have actually written that line in there. Flounder, we gotta go. Um, so, yeah, immediately Morgana, like, she gets the trident. Ariel busts in, like, you, under no circumstances are you to give that, that sea witch the trident. Young lady, I'm so sorry. I didn't tell you I was a mermaid. Triton is your grandfather. Um, and Morgana's like, nope, yoink, my trident, I'm kidnapping <laughs> your mom, um, and I'm just gonna do, like, a extended sequence of owning everyone for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, she starts zapping them with, like, green lightning that, like, forces them into a bowing position. So, like, uh, there's, there's, so a few, so this sequence has a few things happen. First of all, she walls up Ariel and, or, um, or Melody and Flounder. And her and like says, "Hey, by the way, Melody, uh, you're gonna turn back into a human in about twenty minutes. Yep. So you're gonna you're gonna drown. Bye bye. Next. I will say that's really freaking creepy. Just being sealed into like an ice thing, and it's like, okay, I can't. Oh yeah. Like yeah, Um, claustrophobia. So Eric rolls in with a boat." Morgana remembers exactly how her sister does, so you know she's like, I gotta deal with this boat right now. Uh, so she blows up the boat, 
Everyone on it is fine, though. Don't worry. Um, yeah. Then... Um, he jumps into the water and grabs his dog, and I kind of lose track of him for the entire rest of this scene. Oh, he Max. doesn't do anything. That's his name, Max. I forgot his dog's he's name. he's a good boy. Um, she, uh, Triton shows up with a bunch of royal guards, so she makes Undertow real big well, again. But then, like, he totally knocks all of them out of the way. Like, yeah. Right, yeah, you, have yeah. Your t- you are still the king of the seas, and you just totally let yourself be nerfed. He gets owned so severely. Um, the penguin and the walrus have a whole thing where we gotta be reliable friends we gotta help melody it's like i don't care about you you should leave like they but I, mean, I guess save her because flounder is doing nothing but giving himself five concussions yeah um, by running repeatedly into the ice wall um yeah so, look it's disney making all of these straight to uh, vhs sequels yeah just running into a wall repeatedly <laughs> it's a metaphor so, Undertow chases the penguin and the walrus and crashes through the fucking ice wall and Melody, who is a human at this point, is, is nearly dead, but they save her. Um, Yay. Now, two things happen back to back. Telling Triton I send you to oblivion, that's a pretty hard line. I like that. Issue. You cannot say that. <laughs> and then be undone by a half-drowned 12-year-old. Yeah. Who just... She just takes the... She, she just takes the Triton. She just grabs it. Pokes and her throws it to Triton. Yeah, she's... She what? straight up shouts, Grandfather, I think this is yours. Right? I, Morgana, you, your mother was right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ursula, did you see all the cool shit Ursula did with the Triton? She, yeah, when, that's the other thing is when she's, like, you know, getting all big and powerful. I think she even shouts, like, who's number, who's your favorite now, Mom? And I would give anything for there to be, like, an incredibly old octopus lady just go, still Ursula! Yeah, it's like, Ursula turned into a big giant monster and got a big old crown. And, like, she had to be killed by ramming her with a boat. Yeah, it was a badass. A whole boat. An entire boat. A 12-year-old who until very recently was having her lungs filled with water grabbed your stupid fork out of your hands and just threw it to Triton. Lady, You're bad on. at this. Why are you so bad at this? You're so bad at this. Like, so Triton freezes her and drops her into the depths of the ocean. Um... And it's like, well, Melody, I'll get, I'll offer you a choice, uh, you know, because you love the sea so much. <laughs> yeah. either... He straight up looks at this twelve-year-old and says, "Yo, you want to abandon your parents to be a fish?" Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to live with, hang out with me in Atlantic, or do you want to stay on the shitty little surface? And if I was Ariel and Eric, I'd be like, "Hey, yo, uh, not cool, Dad." Um, but instead, Melody's like, actually, I'm going to tear down the seawalls so everyone can enjoy the ocean. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev. Tear down these walls. And she does. And it's fine. And that's the end. <laughs> Hooray. Ta-da. And everybody Part parties. Of your uh, world. 
We totally forgot to mention that she ran into a handsome blonde mermaid boy when she was sneaking around Atlantica because it doesn't matter. It does not matter at all. He was totally the double of the person that she met as a human, but he never pops up again that we see ever. Yeah. Neither of those characters get names. No. They're just boy and merboy. To be fair, though, like, at least he just, like, pops up, but the whole rest of the movie doesn't revolve around him. That is true. I guess. That's more than you can say well, for like, a lot of Disney movies, let's be honest. That makes it even weirder that she's, like, all flustered when she meets him in Atlantica. It's like, oh, wow, he's well, hot. I mean, like, well, uh, uh, it was like, you know, okay, she's a 12, 13-year-old teenage girl. You're going to be yeah. like, hey, cute. But at the same time, he doesn't have a bearing on the movie. At all. actually movie, more realistic than very... most Disney movies. True. So... Yeah, that was Return to the Sea. I didn't. I think it is not as good as Lion King Two. Um, <laughs> it's not like the best sequel, but it's definitely not one of the worst sequels. No, oh, no, yeah. I mean, in the realm of fucking straight to DVD Disney sequels, there's like three of them are like, ah, that's pretty good, and then the rest are like, Ooh, well, like for example, so, the people okay. who made this should be in jail. So, so like Lion King <laughs> sequel, Simba, Simba was like, oh my god, I'm gonna totally overbear. I'm gonna like totally ruin my daughter's life. But in this one, it's like, Eric is, he's a dad. He's still there. He ain't dead. But, like, yeah. when danger comes to his daughter, one, wife comes and is like, okay, give me my husband's sword. I'm going to sit there and slash that. Eric comes in, swoops in, and grabs his daughter. Like, he's totally there. Yeah, no, it's cool. And but apparently I he's think... a good husband because, like, the kingdom is still running smoothly. So, at this point, he's the ruler. He's running everything cool. Yeah, Eric and Ariel are doing pretty good yeah. so, insofar as, and like, was all like, Disney protagonists Oh my god, overprotective going. dad. I'm not going to let my daughter do anything. And Eric's just like, okay, do you, but I'm still going to protect you. But the rest of the movie is what matters more. And I think this movie is just sort of a mess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, again, it's a sequel, and it's done by, like, the people that did the TV show, so... Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Little Mermaid you TV didn't? show until I was looking for this on, on uh, Disney+. Plus. You yeah, know, there was the, the total TV one? show, but, like, they didn't. Yeah, that happened. there was a while where that happened. Like, Okay, so, for example, whenever we get to it, the Aladdin sequel, Return of Jafar, that was way too much like the TV sequel. It was all slapstick. This one, you know, there was still slapstick. There was still super cheesy stuff, but, like, they tried to pay enough tribute to the original that i think it balanced it out but to me that tribute is like well i understand that it's this movie is going to be constantly living in the other's shadow but like it just kind of underscores that this didn't need to happen well, i mean to be like, fair none this, of the this sort of none of the disney sequels <laughs> needed to happen well yeah <laughs> no problem this was like all this I want to do is like, man. This was one of the least worst the options they could have taken. It's still not the best, but it's not the worst they could have taken. Yeah, and just like, yeah, it's whatever. Like, it, it is. These movies were not made to be seriously no. viewed under any critical lens. They were made to put on for seven year olds. It was Disney wanting to crank like, out more money, and you know it worked. Like my little sister loved this movie. Her husband l- likes this movie. <laughs> but Little Mermaid is like Steven, I heard you laugh. I I heard that difference between Steven loves it and he likes it. I it's mean, okay. <laughs> the only reason I made that distinguish 
is because obviously I know my sister. I grew up with her. I didn't grow up with Sam. True. And he has a ton of younger siblings. So for all I know, his siblings love this movie. I'm only speaking for Haley because I know her more. <laughs> but both of them were like happy to hear that this is what I picked. They were like, oh, cool. I haven't seen this in forever. But anyway. Oh, first time. What? Like to me. I know we Little Mermaid is like one of like, the most. I know we had at least one question on Twitter whenever we get there. Yeah. I'm not rushing you, Nero. I'm sorry. Look, the, the the point is, Little Mermaid, extremely good movie. This, uh, fine. Five I could have picked a worse one. Let's be honest. Yeah, you could have picked Hunchback too, or Pocahontas too. God don't forbid. tempt me. I'm gonna pick a good one for my next one, so don't tempt me in the meantime. It's there. There's an entire untapped market of just absolute dog shit that Disney cranked out onto VHS. It really was. So look forward to Hunch. I mean, Pocahontas already isn't good. Oh, then you have this sequel, well, and I and I look at the Pocahontas, idea of what, and I look at the synopsis of that sequel, and I go, Ugh! if you look at Pocahontas <laughs> just as a standalone movie, it's good because it does have beautiful animation and songs. But if you look at it as what it's supposed to adapt, yeah, it's, it's like, like, oh god, no, why? Ill, ill-advised <laughs> venture. Oh, very, um, very ill-advised. Like, oh god, no, why? Why would you do this? I, Why do they, they really thought they were going for the Oscar on that, but we'll get there yeah. once we cover. I can assure you guys now, I will not be picking Pocahontas for anything new in the future. Cool. <laughs> let's hit the let's hit up them questions. Let's hit it. Let's do it first. We suppose we got one on Twitter. We got one in the Disney Talk channel on Discord because I posted the questions posted in the wrong place, and then the rest are all in the right spot. So uh, I suppose on Twitter I'll cover the Twitter one. At Big Brother Benji asks, what is your dream fish heist? Fish heist. Now, hmm. well, that could be very cool. Like, oh my god, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> I want to use a school of whale sharks to rob a cruise ship. Ooh. I don't know what's on the cruise ship. Maybe there's like a very rich guy who's transporting a, you know, like a heart of the ocean type thing. Now that's the thing. Are we stealing the ship itself or going up onto the ship and robbing all the people that are there? Because I vote the first thing. Gonna gonna fucking ransom this cruise ship. <laughs> yeah. Using my whale shark army. <laughs> the greatest crime ever devised. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm I'm gonna steal the cruise ship. There we go. I like that. It's a good one. A carnival cruise. <laughs> Wait, you mean carnivore cruise? Ah. Uh-huh. Does anyone else have any good fish? I heists? would. So I would bring up. I would bring up megalodon, like the original uh-huh. megalodon. But it would be like lure out a bunch of like tourists, bring like a bunch of sharks and fish. Like, oh my god, you don't usually see all these in one spot. And then once I get them all in one spot, megalodon. No. <laughs> but what is what is that's not a heist. That's just murder. <laughs> that's just eating. So they would have to like place all of their valuables and everything aside on shore for safety, and then I would eat them with the megalodon, and then I claim everything. The perfect crime. (laughs) I mean, fair. It's foolproof. (laughs) I got so no fish heists for you, huh? I'm just thinking: take any heist movie and replace the humans with fish. 
Okay, so wait, Steven. So if I were to give you... Give me uh, the Dark Knight. How would you replace it with fish? Uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's been done somewhere, probably. Just put it underwater in your chest. I mean, come on. Nero and I came up with something. You gotta come up with something. I don't know. I was... (laughs) I'm just stuck on the thought of, you know, those uh, that school of fish from Finding Nemo that just acted as one, one unit. I don't know what to do with them, but I think it would be great to have them being, like, just shape-shifting their way through some kind of heist. You know what, Steven? Bring Grayson in. Let's ask him. He doesn't know what a heist is. Well, also, he's watching Onward. What a heist Bring Grayson heist in. Is. We will make it work. <laughs> Trust me. Bring him in. Um, Wait, no. He's been watching... Um, a guy on YouTube made an obstacle course for the squirrels in his backyard because they kept getting into his bird feeder. Oh, okay. I feel like you could do something like that, but you know, maybe fish just build build an obstacle okay. course underwater and force. And actually, this is getting more sweetie? into supervillain territory, forcing uh, sharks and shit to go through it for oh. their freedom. Get so in the Disney talk section. Oh. Cat issues again. <laughs> Cat, are you still there? Shut up. Are you baby talking your Shut cat? Shut up. <laughs> so in the Disney Talk channel, the one question we got uh, was uh, Sidemon asking, "How would you sequelize a different movie that y'all have cu- y'all have discussed with a very final uh, final ending?" I assume let that me means look like at my. Let me look at my list one. here. Um, my favorite Martian, they come back. The Mars. Oh, my favorite Martian, but rewrite it somehow so that the sequel is just Mars Attacks. I'm sorry, what question are we on? I'm sorry, my cat was freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, I'm totally not. Uh, How would you sequelize a different movie we have discussed with a very final ending? I'm looking at these, and a fair amount of the ones we've done already have sequels. The Mickey's Mailbag, or are we looking on Twitter? No, it's in the it's the one on it's the one question the Disney Talk channel. I posted the question post in the wrong channel. I know you put it in the wrong channel. Hang on. It's right uh, above. Fuck, how did Sebastian. I not know Mr. Krabs Clancy Brown? Uh forget so scroll, it, it is how would you sequelize a different movie we have discussed with a very oh, final end? Oh. Okay. Uh take Meet the Robinsons, but the sequel is just the horrifying implication that he already knows the future. And is living his life. Yeah, he become, he becomes a time despot. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, I say, a great mouse detective, where Basil snaps and goes full Radigan. Ah, <laughs> oh, he becomes the villain, dude. Right. And then the son, and then the secret son that Radigan had that we never knew about, but he exists so that we can make this movie, has to go in and stop him. That's my thereby rule. somehow redeeming his own family name. I mean, he totally ran with that, but sure, let's go with that. Yes. So many of these already have Yeah, that's the problem. Sequels. Well, the Emperor's New Groove already has a sequel. And, like, we don't really so that. often these straight-to-VHS sequels are, like, the flimsiest possible setup imaginable. Yeah, uh, Million Dollar Duck. They accidentally feed the applesauce to a different animal. Oh, do Steven. <laughs> I mean, like, that, like I could, that would be the entire premise. That's all you need. We've talked about this. We do not discuss just... Billion Dollar Duck and how the fuck you ruin applesauce. <laughs> I'm going to tweet 
I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good. You're okay. I don't. I don't. I don't want a sequel to the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. No. So oh. like. No. That's a problem. Artemis Fowl sequel. No. <laughs> well, one there also, already are sequels. Yeah. Also, that movie doesn't have a very final ending. That does end with a sequel hook, but I don't want. I don't oh, want. Oh, trust the sequel. me, Disney can no. make one. They'll. I mean, they probably will. No, in they a couple won't. Years, but I don't. I don't think to. they will. That movie. That movie bombed really hard. I don't think they want anything to do with Artemis Fowl. <laughs> you would think that, but yet. <sighs> Give it I mean, time. I don't Apparently, think, Zootopia I don't think is getting the, a series. I don't know if Disney makes movies or series out of things that wouldn't be profitable, <laughs> and I don't think... Oh, Nero. Like, give me an example of when a movie has flopped and they have made another one. In recent memory. In the, like... Okay, shit. Perfect ah! media machine of Disney. Exactly, there is Me. one. Yeah. Tangled, Emperor's New Groove, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Mickey Mouse. Oh, that's true. They did make successful. Like they don't they don't do that shit. We are not getting another Artemis Fowl movie. And if we do, I will be shocked. I mean, if they run out of enough movie ideas, they totally will. They'll they'll just make to. they'll they have they have plenty of live action remakes they can make. We got a live action Emperor's New Groove. Oh, yeah, that's the there. thing now. Anyway, is remakes instead of sequels. I'm just gonna remake. I'm just fucking seeing all the uproar about. Action. Oh my god, Little Mermaid is gonna apparently have a black actress playing Ariel. They're like, that's so unrealistic. I'm like, so somebody that's See, half that's woman and half fish. That's totally realistic. <laughs> but if she happens to be African American, like that's what you have. That to culture war bullshit is nonsense. The thing they should actually be mad about. Is that the live action Little Mermaid exists? Well, yeah, that's my thing. Be mad that it's that's, the, that, that's the issue. Well, because that requires Disney to like actually come up with something new and innovative, which granted they did with Encanto. But with Little Mermaid, just the fact what? that people are like, Oh my god, no, like I can't have my my daughter can't identify with this person because she's black. I'm like, so she can identify with somebody that's half fish? Yes. Like that's For really all the okay. She's black. That's the issue. It's all very stupid. Every layer of it is utter nonsense. Yep. It's like anyway, it's like an onion of stupidity. Mickey's mailbag. Let's go. Dude. Casey asks, or excuse me, the little mermaid too asks, "What is the coolest marine <laughs> mammal?" Oh fuck! I forgot to look up marine mammals. The only ones I remember off Wait, the top of my head are like whales and walruses. Orca. Hang on, hang on. Disney talk. Oh, shit. Here we go. Mickey's mailbag. It's Mickey's mailbag. It's it's the orca. They're murder machines. Um, <laughs> I'll say sea turtle because like, I kicked one. Those aren't mammals. Yeah, they're, they're not mammals, cat. Marine mammals. Shut up. Sea turtles count. Uh, oh, oh, narwhal. Yeah. They, got a, they got a horn. And then I'll Narwhal's say dolphin just because they I feel do, like rubber duckies. Dolphins and orcas are some of the only animals smart enough to have a capacity for evil. I swim like a dolphin, and they feel like giant rubbies, <laughs> even though they're, you know, kind of rapists. They're real weird. Dolphins, but they feel like rubberduckies. Too, too smart for their own good. Orcas, they love playing with their food. Do stingrays count as mammals? I mean. No, they're fish. Okay. I got bit by one of those. Wait, two. what did you say? I didn't catch it. Stingray. I got bit by a stingray oh, yeah, and no, I kicked fish. a sea turtle, so that's my thing. That was reptiles. I I would say walruses because they are very pleasant to look at, but even, oh, I haven't even walrus. seen walruses I haven't even seen Tusk, but that movie has ruined walruses for me. 
Actually, I like see I like the seals that they they slap their sides. I yeah, like that. that's very funny. One eight hundred. Are you slapping? Green um, <laughs> animal. Yeah, I gotta go with dolphin just because they feel like such soft rubber duckies, oh, no. but they will totally fuck your shit up. Viralore asks, "How does the Godzilla Mermaid franchise fit into Monster Musume lore?" It doesn't. No. I don't want it to. Get Stop out. that. You you get that out of here. I don't want to think about that. How dare you put that on us? And then, uh, ignoring that, just glossing right over that, they also ask, if you were held at gunpoint and had to choose how you would integrate egg into this movie, how would you add <laughs> so egg egg is the nutcracker thing? Uh, yeah, egg yeah. is the MacGuffin from the nutcracker, and I think it'd be very easy to turn a uh, little the, seashell the thing into egg. Lock it into egg. Yeah, basically. They functionally do the same thing. I don't know egg, so yeah. I set out. <laughs> it's it's a music box with a mirror in it. That's all it was. It was just an egg. Egg. The snowflake shaped keyhole. <laughs> what sea creature, real or mythical, would you want to transform into? Asks Yusef. A kelpie. I would want to be a kelpie. Mythical. I want to be like a big old sea so, serpent. Kelpie yeah. just lure people in, like, oh hey, right on my back. I'm totally cool, and then I'm gonna drown your ass. <laughs> or a siren. Be a weird bird monster that lures oh, people do, to their death. Steven, have I sent you the thing about sirens? No. So, like, one of the things on Tumblr is people are joking, like, you know, oh, well, you can be a siren, or you can be totally immune to sirens if you're asexual. And it's like, no, ah. sirens don't sing about stuff that you're sexually attracted to. They sing yeah, about nah. what you're just genuinely like. So, like, we could sing about Cinnamon Toast Crunch and music albums, and your ass would be toast. I was about yeah, to say they so would happens, switch over to snacks. It just so happens that a bunch of uh, sailors who had been stuck on a boat for a real long time were probably thinking about fucking. Dude, right? I mean, um, who would have guessed? But no, I was there to say kill me. I'd be like, I will sit here, I will look all cute and innocent, and the minute you get on my back, I'm drowning your ass. Mm-hmm. I, you, Steven? I would like to be a Loch Ness monster. I feel like that would be cool. I could see you doing Nessie. Yeah. Be a celebrity. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or if we count Cthulhu, I mean. <laughs> No, we, no, we're not. I don't think he counts. He's he's got a timeshare in the ocean. I don't know if he's a, he's technically. I guess he can. No, um, Deep Sea asks, "What do you think makes Morgana the quote unquote crazy sister? Do you think she's a party animal? I think just because I she's like so that. obsessed with Ursula, like that automatically makes her crazy. Yeah, it's I the guess, fact yeah, that she doesn't shut little, up. She's got little sister or not or the. No, not the golden child. She's got the scapegoat sibling syndrome. Yeah, she won't shut the fuck up yeah. about well, Ursula. And it doesn't matter what she does. Like, oh my god. Well, and according to her mother, it doesn't matter what she does. She's never going to measure up to Ursula, so she's just going to go berserk trying to live up to it. Yep. She should have found another hobby is all I'm saying. I mean, yeah, or any kind of hobby. Honestly. Literally anything instead of trying to be Ursula. Because listen, you lady, you just can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's no V and Ursula. You're not sorry. There's only one of them. I'm not sorry. That's she it. Sucks. Let's be honest. You're uh, not sorry. Vera Lore asks, do you think that you would have enjoyed the movie more if it was also a sequel to The Black Cauldron with a revived Horned King as the villain instead of Morgana? It yes. would be more interesting if I it barely was Horned King. King. I don't remember much of Black Cauldron. I know I saw it when I was a kid, but I remember enough that Horned King is definitely a better villain than Morgana. I- so it's yes. like the best part of that Apparently, movie. I only watched this when I was a kid, and according to my mom and dad, it scared the shit out of me, and I have never watched it since. 
Oh, here's like, some fan art. Oh, now they're making out. Wait, what? What? Link that to me later for future uh, what? reference. Just gonna um, hop on over to that DeviantArt. Hang on. Wait, <laughs> it's fine, Cat. It's fine. It's um, not fine. Yeah, no, it would be. It would be cooler because I would enjoy it more because the Horn King is a really cool villain. Yeah. Um, instead of a very lame one. Why are we talking about DeviantArt and the Horn King? Don't, Don't worry about, about it. it. I'm very worried <laughs> about you'll, you'll it. Listen back, listen, listen back to the episode and you'll learn. Um, You're not ready. Deep Sea asks, what animal psychics would you have in a Disney, in a Disney film about you? Foxes. I don't want to. I don't want any. I would have foxes. We all know it. After this, after this movie, I don't want them. <laughs> stay the fuck away from me I would have all my little trickster boxes and they would fuck all your shits up that's fine I just want to be left alone yeah uh, oh god this is all Steven I'm not even answering this hang on see alright so Deep Sea asks if you had a stand nope, 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 nope. what, stand, what even, would your stand powers be don't even be? skip Vero Lore's question come on I don't know what that is. Would Dio count as a animal psychic? I presume since he's a vampire, and thus arguably part bat. Or we're going with part even has to dinosaur. answer it. The vampires in JoJo are not part bat. That's the thing. Yeah, they're ancient fake Aztec magic. Um, the dinosaur Dio would count. I would say yes. D- Dio from part seven does count because he is part dinosaur. Let me see this. Oh my god, they really are. <laughs> the Horned King doesn't have lips. How are they making out? Ah, uh, magic. Sexy magic. No, Steven. Probably can't feel very good. Uh, but Deep Sea asks, if you had a stand named after, you, uh, named after a song from this film, what would your stand Paris Ooh. be? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember any of the songs from this film. Yeah, right? Um, mm, don't know. It would be, my power would, my stand power would be that I'm annoying, probably. Yeah, my stand power would be that I am underwritten. Like, <laughs> You're just a poorly written villain of the week. I don't do anything. I would say like, that gun gun to my head. I could not tell you what any of these fucking songs. I would are say called. like from the initial opening song, which is the whole you know, basically the singing about how Melody is like from the land and sea. That would be the song, but it would be like if your opponent had like earth powers, you would swamp him with ocean. Or if he had ocean powers, you would swamp him with land. Either way, you would just bog your person down. Like, obviously the most ripe for picking a stand name in any Disney movie is the villain song. But there's not but really a villain song. There's literally no villain song in this right. movie. And considering that Poor Unfortunate Souls is one of, like, the best villain songs ever written. But yeah, you, no, they couldn't do it in this song. I mean, I'm. I guess I'm glad they didn't try, considering the other songs. But yeah, right. It would have been nice to have one, I guess. Like, uh, next deep sea ask. Do you think Ariel and Pert Sarek are good parents? Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah. Unlike Simba, who is you know overprotective, I really think they were just like they got dealt a bad hand. With a lot of Disney parents, it's like, oh my god, something bad is going to happen. We're just going to stand there, stand there and stare. Ariel grabs (laughs) Eric's sword, chops it, slugs Morgana off the boat, and then Eric does a whole Tarzan swing to grab Baby Melody. They totally snap to it, and they don't hesitate. 
Yep. Yeah. And Eric I mean, is still a good can... parent. Like he jokes about it. Like you know, oh yeah, five minutes. Where have I heard that? But he's still a good dad. Yeah, it feels like the even though the relationship between Ariel and Melody is sort of strained, there's still a lot of affection there. Whereas like Simba and his daughter, I think had way more difficulties and the fact that like your wife had to constantly say you know hey back the fuck up you're too intense you're too on there and now they're just like okay we're gonna watch our kid we're gonna make sure she's safe did they do everything perfectly no yeah it was was a weird situation but they were there Um, then virlor virlor asked flounder fucker did he adopt he fucked yeah we must accept this and finally deep sea asks what do you think happened to the world of Little Mermaid by the 1800s or like post-industrial okay. revolution? Uh, Bad. They are all things. Watch currently the video choking on after, um, ever after soda rings. and the Little Mermaid. That's what I Yeah, saying. pretty much that. Bad stuff. It Not sums the... it up and that's what I stick with. Yep. I'm pretty sure somewhere along the way is a version of Aquaman where he like attacked the surface world because of pollution and like could see Triton doing that. <laughs> Was that, was that Flashpoint, or was that something Namor did, who is the Marvel I want to say Flashpoint, like but I'm not sure. No, Flashpoint, I think, was he was at war with Themyscira? So it might be. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's some Atlantean king guy who did that. I think that sounds more like a Namor thing, though. Because Namor is always a bit more belligerent <laughs> about stuff like that. Well, that's it. Uh, first plugs before i reveal my pick um i'm nero you can find me on twitter at dragon smoocher you can find the show at disney minus pod you can find my other projects in various places such Mm. as at prime cuts pod yeah with uh me and audrey going through the transformers history of television non-linearly uh right now we're starting with transformers Mm. armada from 2001 uh, you can also find my past project uh, with my friend Jane. Uh, that is at Podcast of Power. It is a companion and an analysis podcast for the 2018 Netflix She-Ra. Good-ass show, good-ass podcast. Okay. Our next project, which is starting soon, is a comprehensive companion to Final Fantasy XIV yeah. Online. Uh, yeah, good you can luck buy again. Um, that is at Heidelin Radio on Twitter, Radio Free Heidelin coming. Do we have soon. a release date for that yet? Because we're really wanting to know. It's uh, it's soon. We're we're working on it. We got the first two episodes recorded. Technically, the first three, but that third one is a is a post Endwalker spoiler discussion, like fresh off finish. Okay, so, awesome. Don't no, we're to totally that. happy. We just we Stephen and I were actually talking about that recently. We were wondering if we had any kind of a release update. Now that the game is back up for sale and that I might be able to actually get my character onto my home server, <laughs> um, it should be starting up pretty soon. If you ever run into my group that I play with, let us know. I don't know what, what data center are they uh, on? Shit, what are we on? I know we're the Noble Phantasm. I gotta find out what we're on. I'll let you know whenever I find that out. It's been a while since we've played. That's, that's me. Steven, go ahead. You can find me at uh, Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, except that it has my last name in it. I also have at dad underscore tastic, where I keep promising that I'll remember to post dad jokes consistently. 
Um, the first episode has been posted, so I am officially uh, guesting on a um, an interstitial actual play podcast called Resonant Beats. You can find that over at Resi Beats Pod. Nice. Um, I am Kat, a.k.a. Zura. You can find me on Twitter at Z-87. Um, I just kind of rant about everything we do on here and also totally am gushing over my new cat that I adopted. Um, on off weekends from the Disney Minus podcast, you can catch me with Steven, where he is still dragging me through the Kingdom Hearts game. We're still working our way through Kingdom Hearts 2, but I think we're, what, maybe halfway through? If not, we that. are, yeah, next episode we record should basically be the halfway point. Yeah, so we are about to hit halfway through, and then on Disney Minus next, we are about to hit Nero's podcast pick. Uh, what is your movie, Nero? It's been long enough, I <laughs> think, been. since we visited a funny oh, little God. corner. So I think it's about time to pick Herbie Rides again. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going with a different car. God, so did I. No, we're not. I'm not. It is Herbie Rides again, the sequel to the Love Bug, sort of. Uh, shorter than the Love Bug, thankfully. Huh. Um, so yeah, next time, Herbie Rides again. Uh, I believe... This this has a lot of iconic Herbie shenanigans in it. He's on the window washer in this in this one. Nice, uh, all that sort of good stuff. So yeah, that's my pick. Yeah. So you know, until next time, uh, fuck Disney. And if you're jealous of your sister, I wouldn't recommend going into the same field as her because chances are she's probably gonna be better at it than you. Morgana should have like I don't know become a stonemason. <laughs> or whatever like just just do something else with your life literally basically anything else literally anything else Haley, if you hear me i love you and as long as you remember fuck <laughs> fuck disney, disney. <laughs> fuck disney uh keep the locket that you're the magical music box locket that you're going to give your granddaughter instead of dropping it in the put ocean. shelf in the just put it in a shelf somewhere <laughs> <laughs> fuck you triton Yep. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Love you guys. Got to poke you both. Yeah. <laughs>